I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Souse and Gauss. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Fiona. <laughs> and we have another special guest on the pod today. It's my friend, Rachel. Hello. Now, I'm so used to normally listening, so it's a pleasure to be here, guys. Yeah, I mean, now you can be a narcissist like me and just listen back to yourself. Um, so that'll be fun for everyone. Or you um, can be like me and think of it as a nightmare to ever listen to yourself again. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on your side for that. <laughs> like, definitely will not listen to this. It's an interesting industry to be in. Printing. Yeah. <laughs> Having Why? a podcast and being on the radio and then never ever wanting to listen to yourself talk <laughs> why do you not after all this time just have a, a huge confidence antler like why aren't you wearing a giant confidence antler like come on here pump your own <laughs> tires like what are you doing because i have to be my own critic and everything i say is stupid well that's that's a little negative and and i, I could <laughs> I could do without that today. Now, listen, everybody, all of our fellow Souse and Gaussers. Um, that really you know, hits the ear wrong. I'm, <laughs> I that, have to tell you. That's too bad. <laughs> or, or it's so wrong, it's right. That could be it, too. <laughs> now, I know that everybody has enjoyed spilling tea with us. And and that's great, man. That rips hard. And and Rachel's on the pod for a reason. She's a world traveler. She takes pictures <laughs> of things that are pretty and, and they look good on Instagram, unlike mine from my stock <laughs> iPhone camera. But there's a reason she's on because she's going to tell us about some of her travels. But really quick, something has transpired literally right before this recording began. And I, I feel like I need to share. I've had just an awful day. It's been busy with work and that's cool man busy work all right but then i decide before the pod i'm gonna clean myself up it's been a stressful day i'm gonna have a shower i rip the shower let's do it get out i'm gonna brush the jibs i brush the jibs okay now no one okay. knows that that's teeth it yes they do people <laughs> the bods it the took bods, me a, it oh. took me a minute <laughs> yeah she figured it out, like, right away. Okay, but there's so many things, and I don't want to go off on a long tangent. There's so many things in the world that can be brushed. Jibs doesn't sound like teeth. I was confused. <laughs> go ahead, finish your story. The jibs, the chicklets, the chompers. <laughs> the chicklets. The chicklets. Now, I finished brushing the jibs. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fresh. I walk down the stairs now, my girlfriend, who's a little under the weather right now, and that's a concern, left a bottle of Gatorade upstairs. Now, it wasn't one of the good old sporty squirt ones. Now, <laughs> I realized when I said that how bad it sounded, but I'm just going to continue. It wasn't one of the good squirt ones, okay? Just deal with the word, okay? 
it was one of the big fat ones with the screw on cap. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm not going to leave this here in this bathroom because that's a weird place to store Gatorade or any beverage for that matter. So I decide I'm going to take it downstairs and put it in the fridge. Real quick, I what make, flavor? Uh, the best flavor, the yellow one, the lime Whoa, one. Whoa, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that was through a, a, a bit of a roller coaster there because you said the best one. So obviously I thought you meant blue. Um, <laughs> then that wasn't your yep. answer. Well, so blue is the best when you're 11. Blue is the best one of all. Always. Like, always. Hmm. That's why it's always the one that sells out the quickest. Questions. Everyone likes it because it's the best. A lot of questions. Questions to be queried. Now, regardless of the flave... I'm walking down the stairs. I make it halfway to my objective when I drop the bottle. Now, ordinarily, one would think, not a big deal, Drury. You said that the cap was on it. And it was. But obviously, it wasn't secured properly from when Kate, dear Kate, had last used it. Now, I just want to say on a quick side note, I don't blame dear Kate for this mishap. This is my fault for being a klutzy, clumsy clutterbuck. I don't know what, where that came from. <laughs> I dropped the damn bottle. It hits the wall with such force that the cap explodes off. Now, obviously, that would entail a, a problem. The liquid has to go somewhere now. And it did. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it spilled over the edge of the side of the stairs in the basement here where we've been living in quarantine for like a month and a half now and spills over the edge onto my mobile PlayStation gaming unit. Now that's a real problem because that was a gifty gift from my brother and it was expensive and now it's covered in Gatorade. Now I cleaned it up, but it got in the speakers and shit. It's probably going to be wonky now, which is fine. It still works but it'll probably smell like lime Gatorade forever now. And um, I'm a little bummed out about it. So uh, I've caused myself a lot of grief this evening. And uh, that's basically it. Fuck Wednesdays. How about that? I'm so sorry. I hopefully, hopefully that this podcast will turn your mood around because we're going to have some fun. Well, the beer so. is. So. Well, yeah, the beer, <laughs> the beer will. <laughs> I guess now, we can just hang up then. Yeah. Now yeah. Let's, <laughs> we'll we'll just leave. No, no, I'm no. This is good. Let's let's get to the the person of the hour because she's not a man, as far as I know. And if she was, that would be okay. It's 2020. Be you, you know. But it's the woman of the hour. Rachel Long is on the pod. I've been friends with Rachel for quite a while now, and and she has led an interesting life. Now. You recently, fairly recently anyway. Now, remind me, was it a year or half a year you lived in Paris? It was actually only four months. I finished up my undergrad and did a semester in Paris and then left everything academic behind, never looking back. <laughs> now, what, now, what do you mean by that? Also, by the way, she said four months, so burn on my bad research skills. Now... What do you mean by that? You left the academic world behind. What do you mean? Oh, I was finishing on my undergrad. So um, my last semester was a semester I spent in Paris. So after that, I got back to Canada, moved away from Guelph. Um, I studied uh, tourism management at the University of Guelph. 
um, just did a four-year bachelor's degree. And then after that, I was like, done. <laughs> Not going back. Just going to start working. Get that Never cash. again. I love that. Got to make that cash money, which which is fitting because, I mean, you just recently moved into a new pad, a new batch, mm-hmm. bachelorette pad. Is that an appropriate yep. Yep. bachelorette pad? Yeah. Now, I mean, and, and I mean this as a compliment, and trust me, I mean that. It kind of looks like grandma's house. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> you can't even see anything. You can just see, like, a wall. <laughs> like but the best thing about this apartment, um, aside from it being filled with stuff that is actually my grandparents too, uh, one didn't have to buy it, keeping furniture in the family, everything's older than me, so I will continue to feel young. Um, but I've also named the apartment because I, I feel like I've watched TV shows and people always have funny names for their apartment. Uh, and I don't know if you guys watched the show The Outsider. I think it's The no. Outsider. Okay, so um, in the TV adaptation that HBO did, um, there's a strip club called the Peach Crease. So, therefore, I was inspired and decided to call the apartment the Peach Crease. And so I keep on just buying peach-related things. That, you are (laughs) such an old woman. That's amazing. (laughs) That is so funny, and I'm not surprised to hear that at all. Oh, my God. That's incredible. It's all on character. That's all I got to say. It is. I guess I should say on brand. Yes, it is on brand. Now, I know we have lots of questions about uh, the, frankly, and I've never been there, but I'll just say it, frankly, overrated city, Paris. Now, I know we have lots of things to ask. Fiona, why don't you kick us off? I know you have, you were particularly excited because you had a lot of goss that you specifically wanted to dig into. Uh, About Paris? (laughs) Or about about anything. There's no structure here. When you, when you set me up like that, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I can see now why you don't like listening to yourself. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> now that was mean. See what that was? No. Was that was me? Okay, I know you've had a bad day. That's what it was. But that you was don't me. Have to take it out on me. That was me lashing out, and that was so inappropriate. <laughs> It was not apropos, and and I I vehemently apologize. Well, lucky for you, I don't hold grudges, so. That's cool, man. Definitely. I definitely believe you that as a girl, you don't hold grudges. Totally believe you, yes. Okay, now- okay well, I'll start <laughs> off with the goss. Uh, <laughs> how about generalizing all women as <laughs> holding grudges all the time? <laughs> What do you think of that, Rachel? What do you think of a man's opinion about that? I think that everyone as a human is unique. And probably (laughs) half of the population holds grudges and half doesn't. I don't know. I know a lot of guys who hold grudges. And I'm not holding that against them. That (laughs) That was very political of you. And if you ran for mayor, I'd vote for you. Um, so how about that? Let's swing it back around. I, I apologize. And, and we're all friends again. And, and because, because I did that dickish thing, uh, uh, Jesus, take the wheel. You be Jesus and you take the wheel from me, Carrie Underwood. You take it and you steer us in whatever direction you want. 
You know, I wish we had Carrie Underwood to take the wheel. That would be fun. I kind of don't. She's kind of, she sucks, kind of. Okay. <laughs> you are <laughs> in the bad mood. Opinions. <laughs> okay, no, we'll, we'll start off because we already talked about it. Paris. I've yeah. been there once. This would have been many, many years ago. I was in grade 10, and I hated it. <laughs> That's fair. Honestly, like, the first, I visited Paris before I lived there. And when I lived there, I was like, oh, wow, it's so pretty. This is so nice. And then when you live there, you start to see, you know, all of the flaws and, like, yeah. What did you like about it? Um, I didn't like thing? almost being mugged. Yeah. <laughs> didn't like that. <laughs> so you were, you, were nearly, you were nearly a true life taken story then is what you're Basically. saying. So it's a school trip. Um, so we're all in the subway or the, the, what do they call it? The, whatever. The subway? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm with like I everyone in the school it. who's on the trip and all of our chaperones. And then like, I feel like, like it's a very packed train. So I like, I feel mm-hmm. someone like kind of like brush up beside me and I was like, okay, like, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. It's crammed in here. And then I felt it again. So I looked down and there's Buddy like sticking his hand like in my like purse that I have like right, in, like right by my side, like my hands over top uh. of, like taking money out of my bag. And I look at him and I'm like, did you just take my money? <laughs> He's like, oh, sure, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the? I'm like, yeah, like it's right there. And then, like, he drops, and then, like, the chaperone circle him basically. <laughs> like, what's going on? And then he drops it, and then the, the train, like, the doors open, and then, like, he scurries away. And then I pick up what was it? $20 Canadian bill he took from me. <laughs> That's, you know what, man? That's odd to me for two reasons. One, um, Given the fact that you still look like you're about 14, one would think that he would target somebody who looked older that would probably have more money. So that's, that's a, I was clearly a tourist, right? So, right. True. Okay. I can see that bit of uh, creep logic. Yes. To think like a creep, you have to become a creep, right? Or whatever they say on law and order SVU. Is that the one? Anyway. (laughs) The second reason I find that odd is that the second he pulled the crispy Canadian 20 out and looked at it and realized, hmm, this isn't a Euro bill, you would think that he'd at least have some education enough to know that our money is not fucking worth what a Euro is. (laughs) Like 20 Canadian dollars is like probably what, 14 euros maybe? I might be a little off, like, you know. I mean, that's probably, like, on a good day. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, like, he, congrats for, like, and also, so, like, he pulls it out, right? Sees it, and is like, what the strange money? And then, and then he would, or at least I would in that situation, be running through all of the hassle in my head to not only pull (laughs) off the theft, but now I've got to go to a bank and exchange it. <laughs> like, this guy is the shittiest thief ever. He's created so much extra work for himself. Like, I know. A douche. And he wasn't being subtle about it. Like, 
how am I not going to feel that? That might that might be the title of the episode right there. That might be the title of the episode right there. How am I not going to feel that? Now, the other thing I want to quickly say before I let Rachel retort is and and tell us some of her fun experiences that I'm sure she had over the course of months is I really really enjoyed and I genuinely mean this being genuine now. I genuinely loved your impersonation of the French thief. Because if we could rewind it to like 30 seconds, you went, I said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, what he, that's what he did. That's, that's those are the sounds he made. That's that great. is a French thief being caught. That's what he says. You should do, you should do movie voiceovers, like animated <laughs> Pixar movies. Now, uh, now, Rachel, I'm sure that you could share many hopefully not similar experiences, but just generally shitty things that you saw over there. And and I just want to say, too, oh, we're losing every French listener. Like, if we had any it's listeners okay. in World France, Tour, they're all we're gone. We're not going to Paris. We'll go so, well, like, places in France are nice. Uh, like, it's a beautiful country. Let's I, go, let's I go to Montpellier. I would be very happy if I never go back to Paris. I did all... I, I, w- I did all the touristy things. I went up the Eiffel Tower. I went. Uh, I saw the Mona Lisa. I, uh, I saw the church before it burned down. I oh. I had a good time seeing the touristy right. things. But the people there are just mean and prey on tourists. And I'm sure. And like, I mean, I also went to like Dublin, Ireland, and London, England, and it was not the same experience. Everyone there was so much nicer. So I don't know what to say. Well, <laughs> that I can tell you right now as being from a family of mostly Irish people is that people in Ireland are just fired up anybody showed up because <laughs> and 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 this isn't being mean, their economy has always been and likely always will be dog shit. It like I would say 40%. I'm throwing loose numbers out there again, dude. We don't research anything because I don't care. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a rough estimate that anywhere from forty to fifty percent of their income in that country is tourism because it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I I think that when we do the world tour, Rachel will come with us. She'll be our official photographer, and and we'll go to like Montpellier. And Monaco, which isn't even really part of France because it's its own principality, but I still want to go there because there's a cool racetrack. And um, and we'll just go to all the places around Paris that aren't Paris. Nantes, Perfect. Nice, Montpellier. That's the fifth time I've said it. I want to go there. Montpellier. <laughs> and it's just fun to say. Um, now, Rachel, tell us about some of the sketchy things. Now, we'll talk about the nice things, too. We're not going to take a runny oh, yeah. dump the whole time on Paris, but tell us some <laughs> of the sketchy rip off things. The like, of all the bad, right? y- exactly. Because then when you talk about the good, it shines bright like a diamond or whatever Rihanna said. Um, <laughs> exactly. she, yeah, she wrote that song about Paris. Now, what are some of the sketchier things that you remember seeing? Um, I think by far the sketchiest and kind of the, the one that comes to mind the most, it was the worst experience we were going to, um, fuck, I forget the church, but a friend came to visit and we were going up to a church and there were 
people standing at, up like at every part of the entrance. So there was two pathways that kind of like weaved around. Um, and they literally stopped my friend and started tying a bracelet on her. And basically like, um, so what I had been warned about is that there are people that do that. And what they're trying to do is basically if they give you a bracelet or get your hand, like uh, they will want money in exchange for it. So I literally had to like get, I had, I think a two euro coin in my hand or in my pocket and I grabbed it. And I saw that my friend was like getting trapped by this guy. And so I literally like grabbed her, pulled her away, put the like coin in his hand. And like, as I'm doing that, there's another guy trying to grab my hand. And like, they're not gently holding your hand. It's like a grip where it's like, you're not in pain, but you can't really move your hand out of it. So that was fun. Um, and that's like at every tourist site you can expect Yeah, a that. similar thing. So um, a guy cool. made me buy a flower from him because he like shoved it at me. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, and then he's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. like, here you go. Like, I just got mugged, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that <laughs> happened. I think that was the worst one. I managed to avoid most of the other ones, but, like, there's a lot of close calls that are similar to that. And, like, personal space on the subway. <laughs> You're on a packed train. Get ready for hands to be everywhere, and you've got to try to watch your back. <laughs> Now, I have obviously a lot of issues with what you just told me because, like, I generally feel like like that type of thing doesn't really happen where we're from. Like, you know, you don't go to the farmer's market here and, like, guys are, like, trying to, you know, throw a horse saddle on your back or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but... <laughs> that would be fun you know what dude honestly in that situation though like if they could get it on me in a struggle i'd give them the money i'd be like good for you dude <laughs> if you can oh, get you this saddle yeah if if you can get this horse saddle around my dad gut uh, i'll hey man i'll pay you but i'm gonna have to avoid farmer's markets now um now that's obviously extremely sketchy. What is like I, I we are dying to know what's the nightlife like there because it's like reputed as one of like the top 3 like sick nightlife places up there with like fucking Ibiza or however you say it and uh and, and all that shit in New York which like New York pretty overrated too. Although I I like it though. Um what is the night like like there? Like, was it everything people described? What if I told you I didn't really do much of the night life <laughs> Because at the time, I had a full course load, and I was also working remotely for a company located in Toronto. So I literally had no time. And my the sleeping situation for that trip was fucked. It was literally the worst thing. Like, I'm pretty introverted, so, like, living alone now, like, this is, this is great. When I was living in Paris, it was a room that was meant for one that had two people in it because they wanted to help us save money. So, like, I was sleeping, like, less than two feet away from someone I had met just before going on this trip and working a job plus doing schoolwork. So I was not, I was not fun in the sense of going out to like clubs, but the amount that I drank on a regular, like just throughout the day, like my tolerance, um, like, you know, Quentin, so Quentin's tolerance for beer is pretty high. Oh I yeah. I'll drink him after this trip. 
you know what, dude? You know, you know what's funny about you saying that is that I remember actually um, him telling the bods about that. I remember, um, <laughs> I remember when you got back. Now, because um, if my memory serves, which it usually does, because I mean, as dumpy of a brain as I have, I just absorb things and I remember stuff very well. I I hadn't really met you at least it like maybe in passing until you came back from Paris. I, I had yeah. met you, but we hadn't really, we hadn't really hung. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we hadn't, we hadn't done the hanging now. And that yeah. sounded bad, but I'll continue. Now I remember uh, him telling the boys when you got back, he was like, yeah, uh, like y- you guys uh, before I had seen you and properly talked to you, uh, we were at we were at Rob's place, and you guys had went somewhere and were with friends or something. And he was like, "Yeah, we were having beers and uh, and drinks." And she was like burying alcohol, and <laughs> I I was surprised, and I was like, "Wow, man, that's awesome. Good for you." And uh, I don't know why I said good for you. I mean, like it really had nothing to do with with him at all. Um, now I want to ask. I want to ask this as well, because you mentioned the, the sketchy sleeping situation. Now, <laughs> I, uh, I those are, I feel like, common stories for some reason when people do, like, the backpacking through Europe thing. I guess when you mm-hmm. do something like that, it's expected. You're going to stay at these places called hostels, which I never will do because of the movie. And, um, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to do it. Now... That's weird to me. So how was this arranged? Like, was this through your school that you were set up with this other person? And like, were they from France? Like, where were they from? Like, did you get an opportunity to meet this person before you were thrown in a closet with them? So how it worked was the there was a campus we're staying at that had buildings for Canada, buildings for Mexico, buildings for the States. Like, it was all a themed campus based on um certain countries but you weren't required to be from that country to stay in that building but our school had Mm. a partnership with the canadian building so there were a certain number of rooms that were uh, designated for the guelph students so what the because paris is an expensive city to go to the coordinators of the program thought it would be better to double up the rooms so that way um you know more like the cost would be lower and with the assumption that people will be out most of the time, that like having the sleeping arrangement being that way uh, wouldn't be terrible. (laughs) I think for everyone, by the end of the trip, they were just going a little bit insane because you can't be that close to another person without any other like personal space without going a little bit mad. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound fun. And, and I mean, as bad as our current world situation is, I mean, I'm sure you're probably welcoming the wide open spaces of your grandma apartment. <laughs> yep. And I should also mention, uh, I'm also a cat mom. I know, I know you know Drury, but um, I wish she would actually make an appearance. Typically, she, as soon as I am speaking out loud, starts being super loud and, you know, trying to disrupt what I'm doing. <laughs> so the opposite of, of Muffin the cat which generally her first instinct is to constantly assume it's hibernation time. And uh, yeah, I, 
yeah, maybe by the end of your appearance, we'll we'll see little Tuki. But um, yes. <laughs> now, I also I also want to know because I've heard rumors about this, and I want to know uh, if it's true. Did you find the internet faster there? Because apparently, Europe's internet is way fucking faster than it is here. I think I found slower, but that was because I was in dorm setting. Yeah, um, right. What I yeah. did find better was a cell phone plan. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Okay, so I paid 20 euros. I, I could call, I think, 60 different countries, unlimited like minutes, unlimited text, um, unlimited data. It's kind of like the way Freedom does it, where it's like you get 10 gigs where it's like fast, Super and then fast. after 10 gigs it slows down, but it's still usable. So that was all 20 euros. So that's like, I just, in my mind, I always double it, even though it's not quite double. So it was like 40 bucks and you get all that. And then coming back to Canada, it's like, (laughs) what am I paying for? Yeah, that's so brutal. And, and that's the other thing is like, you hear about like, you know, certain parts of Europe have like wicked fast internet and whatever, like, that's the thing here that that they really screw us on is is phone service, man. Like the phone plans over here are a joke. They're so bad. I'll I'll just level with you. Like I pay one twenty a month. I have a fairly new phone, but like even still, it's like, man, for what I'm getting, which is all I need, I shouldn't be paying more than seventy dollars. I'll I'll say I don't know Fiona why don't you throw some more of your uh, prepped goss about Paris or whatever because because like I said earlier Rachel's a very skilled photographer and and you recently took issue with my photography skills of which there is none <laughs> that's true Rachel actually messaged me about it so she agreed with me that, <laughs> that what the yeah. fuck <laughs> Clear up the drama before getting on here. <laughs> yeah, this it, is some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it was no, it was after the the epi we did. Um, like after we just launched our Instagram, and at the beginning of the episode, I called you out on how bad your pictures Follow were. Us. Follow, <laughs> Follow us. Follow us <laughs> at Sauce <and> <laughs> Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, I said that thing about how you need to uh, ask my permission before you post. <laughs> and then she I agreed. proceeded. I proceeded yeah. to post like five videos <laughs> and uh, disregarded all of your advice. But go, go ahead. You, you girls do do what girls do and and share information, including ripping on me apparently behind my back. Okay, well, it wasn't anything I didn't say to your face, so it's fine, <laughs> first of all. Uh, how about, Rachel, you give us some photography um, advice, um, us as in give some advice to Ryan about how he... <laughs> okay, Ryan's flipping me off right now, um, but just some tidbits to make our Instagram pop. Sure. Um, so what I normally end up focusing on for photography is use the rule of thirds a lot. It really helps with composition. Uh, so like if we use the example of avocado toast and making it aesthetically pleasing, yeah. you're going to want to maybe get some natural light. <laughs> a new plate. Maybe, maybe, 
maybe just uh, cut up the avocado so it doesn't look like it maybe fell on the ground. <laughs> <that step. laughs> this was such a bad idea. Because you can mash up the avocado slices after you take the picture. <laughs> it's still Have you seen people that like cut the avocado so finely and make it like a work of art? That's also good, but that's you know that's like expert level. We don't need that. What really helps? Natural light. If you can take your avocado toast and put it kind of near the the window, you got a ray of sunshine on it. Come on, what a dream. Um, I feel like lighting is key and composition. And um, yeah, yeah, I'd say those are the two main things. <laughs> Perfect. Do you are you gonna are we writing that down, Ryan? Thanks. <laughs> now, now that we've learned all about that fun shit, um, why don't you, uh, you know, because we're friends, and you know what, Fiona and I used to be friends. Why don't, <laughs> why don't you give Fiona some friendship tips? Let's really try and pour some water. We're, okay, you we're started not, this episode by being mean to me, so you can take the, a seat. No, we're putting the tea bags away. The kettle is gone. Uh, I smashed it. We're no longer spilling tea. We're going to spill water on a little plant and help Fiona grow some friendship. I'm an excellent friend. Well, Ask any, I feel like I'm one a of them. counselor right now. Am I like mediating this? <laughs> <laughs> Now I just feel he never listens to my advice anymore, and I just don't know what to do. <laughs> We're only 17 episodes in, and I want to quit. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, that was you. I was impersonating. I was impersonating you. Uh, I don't um, want to quit. You want me to quit, probably. Let's all be nice. Let's turn. Let's go back to fun. Let's. <laughs> Let's so much fun. fun. Let's let's turn we're, the we're knob. still having fun. You can make fun you can make fun of your friends. Yeah, I suppose you can. As long as but, you're you still know, nice to I... them other times. I'm nice to you most of the time. <laughs> Ma, yeah, that's that's probably fair actually. And I'm I'm nice to you at like at least sixty two percent of the time. Yeah, and that's over half, so that's most. So we're good. And I'm and I'm nice to Rachel 120% of the time because, you know, when I see her, it's such a treat. Um, no. Now, listen, the now earlier I, I called you a grandma and I really did mean that as a compliment mm -hmm. because you're you are. <laughs> yes. Now you're you're a worldly soul, not because you went to Paris, but I feel like that actually based on your stories made you a less worldly person. But. I want to know where, what are some other interesting places you've been and maybe gotten to take photographs of cool things, some experiences you've had doing stuff like that. And then you guys can dig in to, I know you both want to talk a lot about too hot to handle. I understand. And I will drink a beer while you do that. But for right now, just answer <laughs> my one, my one last query. Um, honestly, I love shooting around in London uh, Ontario, 
the better London. Can I say that? It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything because it's not true. Yes, <laughs> you can. London, everyone knows. <laughs> um, because there's so many areas, like in the east end of London, there are a lot of really beautiful old buildings that are a bit run down. And for some reason, that's my aesthetic. I love that. Um, but traveling like outside of Canada, going to Ireland was really great. Um, stayed in Cork and went for a, we drove across like all of the different country roads and it's just incredible to be there. Uh, we found a ship that was, it was clearly abandoned and just kind of like left in this lake, but the water had like the tide had gone back. So it was just sitting in the dirt. And it was so cool just to, like, be able to go up close, photograph it. Uh, and it was just down the road from a castle that was, I think, the long something castle. So I just considered it my castle and thought about if I went down Ancestry.ca or whatever the fuck and started digging to see if that could be my castle and how I get the deed to that property. Um, but, yeah, that <laughs> I'd say Ireland was also, like, Paris is great for photos. London has great opportunities for photos, but it's on a much less grand scale. But Ireland was just, it made my heart flutter because it's so beautiful. Lovely. I i do want to ask as well, did you, did you go to the cliffs of Mohair? Did not. That's for my next trip. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll make our way there together. I've got... I've got acquaintances that uh, we can stay with in a non-hostile setting. Um, so we'll figure that out. And and you know what? I would love to just uh, get in one of those like Red Bull squirrel suits and jump off the cliffs. Um, potentially to my death, but we'll see how I feel tomorrow. Um, now. It sounds like you might die. No, I'll be fine. Uh, have you ever seen a flying squirrel? They they're always cool. They always land on their feet. I think. Um, now I know that you guys now fucking we've talked about this before, and I've watched snippets of it. I can't I can't watch full shows. I can't do it. <laughs> but I know that the Weak. two, I know that the two of you, <laughs> are both very into this new program called Too Hot to Handle. Now please have at it. And discuss to your heart's content all of all of the things you want to say and spill tea on in Too Hot to Handle. I really don't like the annoying British chick. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Um, well, you should know. Like, it, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I, I watched it in like names. two days when it came out. It's hard to remember names. Same. I um, watched I it all in two days. Out. Like basically two, maybe three days. There's there's like ten episodes. Like I'm in quarantine. Yeah. I watched. I'm a binge yeah. watcher. Yeah, I watched it in two days. <laughs> I watched okay. nine episodes one day, and then the finale the next morning. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to start my day off right. <laughs> yeah, that the British chick. Um, I don't know her name. Oh, that's embarrassing. But she's very Was stupid. Was it Chloe? Maybe no. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. She's she was the dumbest one of the bunch, which was fun. What about fun to watch? The one that Francesca made out with. Yeah, the to, blonde. Yes. 
She was brutal. She she sucked because she was just a negative presence, and personality. <laughs> yeah, she yeah her personality was. I hate everyone, and I'm better even though <laughs> I'm oh the worst God. personality. That's how she sounds. <laughs> now yeah. was she was that the one that got kicked off? She like, got really kicked early? off. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, she was like, I don't even want to be here. So if they have to vote me off, then that's fine. And then um, the robot <laughs> lady in charge of the island was like, um, "Bye, Felicia." <laughs> and then she was all like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap British Alexa, like, just gave her the fucking the stiletto. <laughs> Too fancy for the boot. Yeah. Gave her the <laughs> sharp, the sharp stiletto right in the left ass cheek. Get off my island. Ouch. Straight up. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't even know what else, what to say about the show because you just need to watch it um, to fully mm-hmm. understand and appreciate what it has to offer. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you need to understand its complexities in order to discuss it. Listen, All I know you... is after the show finished, I creeped Francesca and Harry and realized that they are still together. Okay, I was... I was really impressed. I, I creeped them, like, immediately, and then they had an... Um like posted about it yet and then i forgot to follow up so i'm glad to know that that's still a thing yeah so did he actually she lives in vancouver did he actually move there with her i don't at, think so at the end of the show um, they said they were gonna do dive. that they lied 100 okay. lied um i did a deep dive through her story features because i have i'm really busy guys so i i didn't clearly put it in my schedule <laughs> Um, and she had posted when she was in Australia and like, there's like his leg was showing in one. And then like, she was really stealthy about like posting about it. And I was like, Ooh, they made it. <laughs> and then I realized, I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, I should go for a walk and get the fuck out of this house. <laughs> That's incredible. So she, she, what you're saying is she sneakily put his leg just off to the side, really utilizing that rule of thirds. I don't know about that. But, but the exposure was spot on and that natural lighting. Uh, there's yeah. so much natural lighting when they're just outside on the beach in their bikinis all day. So, yeah, that, oh, that God. must be, that must be sick. Um, <laughs> Now, I, yeah, so I'm not going to watch it, um, and that's cool. Now, I know, I know as well, uh, Rachel, that um, now t- to dig into something that you and I like to watch and or listen to that we have in common, I know you have, like me, an affinity for daddy, uh, Chris oh, yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know how, how much you've been keeping up lately with this pod, because... Some of the latest episodes, including the one where he makes fun of Tiger King, which we touched on last week, are some of the funniest comedic podcasts I've ever heard in my life. I've actually been terrible. Basically, like, since quarantine and, like, isolation started, I haven't been listening to his podcast. I think it's because I've had no schedule and no routine. And, like, before I was listening to his podcast at work, and then now I don't have work. <laughs> so 
so now I just live in this uh, abyss of, of time. And I, don't worry, I'm going to prioritize him. I think, you know, starting probably later tonight, I'm going to start back from where I left off. Because I miss Daddy. <laughs> now, here's the one thing I would suggest to you. Stop okay. listening to the podcast. Oh, the- I'm watching it, obviously. I mean, like, by listen, it's, it's on YouTube. Yes. Like, there's no way to, like, there, you just don't get the full experience if you're just listening to it. Seeing him is, is part of it. Yes, I agree. And and you you got to watch some of the new ones, man. They have been so outrageously funny. Um, I like Daddy a lot. He's good. He's making bags. Now, um, I want to also... Uh, touch on this because like I said, I mentioned numerous times that you're a great photographer. You've, uh, you've actually, you've, you've uh, photographed uh, bands before live gigs. I know you've done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, decently certain. That's how you and my bod Quincy met. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, I just want to know, like for anybody out there like me, who's a novice, a novice photographer that just, doesn't really understand the complexities of photographing avocado toast from the right angle. <laughs> what is, what is in your opinion? Cause we don't want everybody to go out and buy a fucking Canon three GI or whatever the fuck they are. What is a good starter camera that's moderately affordable that, you know, young aspiring photographers could, uh, could maybe go out and purchase at a, at a decent price. Honestly, like Canon, Nikon, they offer entry-level cameras. I don't know the model numbers because they change fairly often that are like under 500 bucks, and some of them are even cheaper where you still have the option to like buy different lenses and play around with that. Um, But I've been playing around with my iPhone more. Using your cell phone, if you just want to work on, like most of photography is building the composition skills. Aside from that, like you learn how to drive a car you can you can learn how to use a camera. It's a it's a piece of technology. It's kind of like there are three main settings that that I look at. It's my ISO, uh, which is like the camera sensitivity to light, uh, my shutter speed, and then the f-stop. So the shutter speed is obviously how quick the you know. Wow, I'm butchering explain like explaining this. This makes me not sound like a professional. No, it's uh, good. I started as a hobbyist. So that's my excuse. Um, but shutter speed is like how quickly the shutter goes. Uh, so like if I'm shooting like a concert uh, and there's a lot of movement on stage, I'd want a quicker shutter speed. And if I'm shooting something where I can put my camera on a tripod in the subject still, I'd want a slower shutter speed. Um, but that's also variant on the light of the situation. Um, and then the F-stop is the depth of field. So if it's fairly low, then it'll be kind of like, you know, when you see portraits and like the background is all blurry. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. So you'd have a a shallow depth of field for that. So lower F-stop. And then if you want to get more and more details, you go up to a higher F-stop. So it's just like three main settings that you're flipping between to tweak for each situation. So it's like everyone can master that skill. Um, but making sure that you know how to compose things in a way that kind of, I guess like the main thing I think is important is like that it makes you happy when you see the image or if you're working for people, it meets the goal of whatever project it is. 
That was a better explanation than I probably could have given on anything. Um, now, I uh, I want to know as well, what, uh, what, if anything, because like, you know, on Instagram, they've got all these preset filters and all this shit. Um, when you edit photos, uh, if the situation calls for it, what is like your go-to editing software? Like, obviously Photoshop is popular and everything, but uh, what are some softwares that are like, maybe fairly accessible or cheap. Most, uh, you know, most schools have Photoshop, um, on their computers and shit, but what's something people could use at home that, uh, they could use to kind of touch their photographs up. Honestly, there's like pretty much any free photo editing software will give you the option to adjust exposure, change the color balance, uh, adjust shadows, highlights, um so pretty much like there's no specific one i can think of as like a free option but a paid option that i use uh is i, I was suckered into getting the entire adobe creative cloud suite so i pay my monthly fee for that blessings to them because they've waived that for three months so i don't have to pay during quarantine uh yes but aside from that um lightroom is my main go-to it has all of the options that you'd want for adjusting exposure, color balance, and et cetera, as I mentioned. Um, and then there's also options where if let's say I take a picture of someone and they have a massive zit and I'm not like their skin looks flawless regardless of that, but they just have a big zit. I have the tools to go through and just remove that without um, making like without having to go into Photoshop and then bring it back in and color correct and go from there. Um, Lightroom, like I pretty much never have to bring my photos into Photoshop unless I'm going to be doing some kind of like manipulation of the background or, or something else. Okay. Nice. So Photoshop, uh, overrated. Very good. Much like Paris. Okay. I like that. <laughs> now, um, I want, uh, I want Fiona. Now you were talking earlier. You took, I don't know if this is the direction you want to go now, but you, you took a personality test yeah. earlier today and it was pretty spot on. Now I don't, we've talked about this before. I'm not horoscope guy. If you fucking, if you live your life based on newspaper horoscopes, fuck you, honestly, um, <laughs> like live, Wait. live your life. What about the coffee time horoscope that you find in diners? Is it wrong to live your life by that? How often are you going to these diners that. for updated <laughs> horoscopes to live your life by? It used to be weekly, and it would be with Laura, which, by the way, I'm obligated to do a shout-out to Laura. Um, we love I'm Laura. I'm so sorry for what you're, what you're about to hear. Uh, Laura, somebody can get her. She's the Eastern Lancaster paper. That's for you, buddy. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so... Outside of that hilarious inside joke, <laughs> which is awesome because LB, yeah, she she rips. We'll get her on the pod maybe sometime, although she works for a very reputable organization, and I don't know if they would be fired up that she comes on such a program, but we'll see because she's pretty funny. <laughs> what we'll, You know what we should she's do, hilarious. actually, is what we'll do. And Now, I've known Laura since I was like 14. Um, what we'll do is... When this is over, we'll, we will live have the two of you on at the same time because that will be right. That'd be beautiful. Okay. Me, and, also, me and Fee will sit and we'll do a round table. You know what's great? What's so perfect about that is Laura and I have been talking about starting our own podcast. Oh, yes. You want to know the, 
Do you want to know the name of what it will likely be if it happens? Yes. Please dish this. Friend on friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Of course. Two friends talking about mundane friend topics. So it would be probably, I'm trying to think of like, so when we could socialize, I think it was back last summer. Laura and I went for a beautiful walk in Springbank Park in London, which has these bike trails. Um, this cyclist screamed at us and said something about we were on the wrong side, but we were we were avoiding something, but we were still not in the way. And Laura and I just we bitched about it for the next hour, and like it was like an like we were sitting down on the couch at home, and then all of a sudden I think I just turned around. I was like that fucking guy, <laughs> like, what's wrong with him? And it just never left our minds. Um, but most normal people would just be like, hey, that guy wasn't very nice. Let's move on with our day. And here we are being petty as fuck. <laughs> I know. I love that because that, that is the two of you to a T and it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny when you guys are together. I would highly suggest, yeah, that you guys do a pod. It's very easy. I mean, I'm not photography guy. I'm podcast guy, though. I'll (laughs) I'll produce it for you for free. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But I mean, we can we can work something out. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I much like Daddy, I need bags. I mean, I gotta I gotta get bags. (laughs) Little bags, but they're still bags. Now, <laughs> like sacks. just like just dog, dog. They're just dog bags. Like anyway, <laughs> now or just like the little wrappers that they put on fortune cookies. Which like why are they uh, still doing that? Because they're hard to open, and also they never tell the right fucking fortune. Anyway, um, it's the same people that write the uh, that that write the horoscopes. Now, um. I know that you back to the personality test. Mm-hmm. Now this isn't oh, yeah. just like a silly run of the mill. Like this is like the official. Like there's 16 different types of personalities. It's a real Ooh. one. It, okay. Ooh. Well, did you try it? Like if there, I like, haven't. I haven't yet. Okay. So you'll do it later, and you'll post your results. Um, it's fun. It, it's not. It's not me to a T. Every single detail, because like. Everyone in the world falls under one of these 16 categories. They give you um, a different, there's four different categories. They give you a letter for each category. So mine is ESFJ. Um, So I can be basically summed up in these few sentences. Um, (laughs) I can be judgmental of others who do not think they are, who, okay. I'm going to read it verbatim so I don't mess myself up. They can be judgmental of others who they do not think are acting appropriately, but they have their best intentions. They simply want everyone to follow the rules so they can all get along, which is exactly me. (laughs) (laughs) I just want us all to get along. So why don't you act normally and follow these rules? But (laughs) gossip is a favorite pastime of many ESFJs. They love to share stories about the people around them. (laughs) Welcome to Sauce and Goss, everyone. Now you know why. I that is beautiful. I love that. Now, you know what? I'm I'm just lazy and I won't likely do this. So it takes why like don't five minutes? That's a lot of time, man. That five whole minutes, like that's what it took me to like properly brush my jibs. And like that was something I wanted to do. 
No, so, this this will be fun. You have to for the pod. Right. I oh okay. We're you're that kind of co-host now. I see. Right. Okay. Cool. This is why the ladies on the View don't get along. Um, <laughs> now, why don't you tell me what you think I fall under? I I don't well. You're expecting you me to have research them? all 16 personalities and read, read each one. I don't know which one looks this the most one, tantalizing. This one is the second most popular, um, which is okay. also fun because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, <laughs> 12% of the uh, the general population is e- ESFJ. <laughs> so okay. I think, okay, so um, let's see. Well, okay, so the first letter, E or I, so you're either extrovert or introvert. Um, okay. So you would definitely be an E. Um, let's see, what are the other letters for? See, you think that, but I actually hate people, and I'm only an E when I'm around other people that I enjoy. When I'm, when I'm bumping it out in public, which I haven't done in two months, so I'll be extra, extra I when this is over, I'm super, I fuck people don't come near me and don't ask questions to me. I, I don't <laughs> well, have enough. answers. I was yeah. pretty like pretty close between the two, but I'm like, I always like just verge onto the extrovert side. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty down the middle, but that's, that's where they threw me into. <laughs> um, I don't know what the other letters are for. I can't seem to find it. Um, you, but you need to go take the test and I want everyone to take the test. We'll, uh, We'll share it on our socials uh, at Sauce and Goss on Facebook, Sauce and Goss Pod, Twitter, and Instagram. Let us know what you are. Um, ESFJ, the provider. I just want to help people make everyone happy and everyone get along and gossip about them. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's fun. Um, All right. You know what? I'll, I'll take your damn test. And I'll, I'll see how it works out for me. But, um, and, and Rachel will do it too. Now, is there anything else that you wanted to goss about with our great guests? Which, by the way, I don't know um, what the internet is like anymore in London because I only lived there for like eight months. But you just kicked into like HD now. Yeah. For a while there, <laughs> you were a little scrubby. And, yeah. and now you're you're in high def. I can actually see what you look like, which is incredible. Okay. I'm glad it was the same for you, Ryan, because same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think probably what it is is I was uploading a bunch of things to Google Photos on my computer and probably the upload probably just finished. I forgot about that completely. Well, as much as I like to say the phrase, I'll refrain from calling you a bad purse because you're not. Let's just be honest. You gave us your time, albeit uh, squibbly hexagram time, but... It was still it was still great. Now, is there anything else either of you want to address? Because we have a lot to dig into here. And and this is it's time for decision time, because I mean, hey, man, it, it's quarantine. I'm still sort of busy. I like to tell people. And um, I don't know how busy you guys are. But Rachel, if you want to stick around with us and goss about this list of shit we have here, you are more than welcome to do that. I'm down to stay. I mean, this this is my only plan for today. Tomorrow, I have one plan as well. Wow. And then Friday, I have no plan. Um, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a three-plan <laughs> week. <laughs> What's your plan tomorrow? <laughs> um, I am bringing coffees over to Laura's backyard and standing from a safe distance. And I will 
you know, hang out with her that way. I love that. Yes, that's so good. Please say hi to her. That's so fucking funny, man. Oh my god, I want to do that. I, I, you know what? On the weekend, I might do that. I might drive down and toss a couple Bud Lights over the fence to Mister Robert. Hey, if you do that, I'll roll the Saturn on by, honk a couple times, roll down the window. Um, <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, if you're going to do that, I take a, a grande pike place with a little bit of cinnamon on top. So, um, there you go. I don't get, I don't go to Starbucks. Come on. McDonald's oh. coffee. Oh, right. All you're old. You're old. Sorry about that, Nana. Um, <laughs> oh, now <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> you're that's, that's your name from now on. And, and I want, I want your podcast to like feature names. So like if, if I could suggest like a liner note for your podcast title, friend on friend with LB and Nana Rachel. Or just Nana Rach, whatever floats think, your boat. I think Nana Rach. <laughs> Can it, you please? It just feels more personal. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, that's so funny! Holy What's shit! It? Laura's gonna have something else. I'll I'll think about it. I will run some ideas by you guys. And okay. When we get this thing up and running, you'll know. You'll know. See, I ideally like if it was me starting a pod with Laura, I would just call her Old Greg. Oh yeah, that's fair. But oh, I mean, Greg. like, you can't really, you can't really take that. Now you already know this, but that that video is actually, and Fiona has no idea what we're talking about. That video is actually how we became friends uh, in grade nine com tech class. I want to say nice. she found it on YouTube and showed it to me for some reason, and, and like we didn't know each other, and I was like, "That's the funniest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> and twelve. 12 years later my math's really bad 14 years later every time i see her we make at least 10 old greg references yeah as you should do you know the show that it's from uh yeah it's a i can't remember the name of it but it's a british sketch comedy show the mighty boosh i've got the DVD yes. set. um that's like i borrowed it from a friend but it's like the only dvd set i actually own so it's pretty pretty nice to just go through and binge watch all of them because it's like you're high without even being high watching it. It's so weird, but that skit in particular is so funny. And like anytime, anytime like we're going somewhere to like a concert or just anything, inevitably one of us, if we have to make a decision of any kind, be it at the restaurant what beer we're going to order anything. One of us inevitably will always go make an assessment. And <laughs> that's funny to me every time, 14 years later, if you I haven't seen know. old Greg fucking go on YouTube and treat yourself, I'll do the personality test. If you go on YouTube and watch old Greg, we'll see if we're friends still after. <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> but I also always like going, uh, going to her. If like, you know, we're we're at the house trying to decide what we're gonna like barbecue or something, and she'll just be pulling stuff out and and go, I got everything that's good. <laughs> that's so funny, man. Old Greg, how about that shit? Oh, to be a teenager again, you know. All right, um, Fee, if you want, uh, since we're done talking about old Greg, which you definitely don't know, um, let's There's dig a into lot this... of things that come up on YouTube when you type in old Greg. It's the it's the scaly man fish. It's the green fish man. 
That's what it is. Oh, no. Don't don't watch it right now because I can't handle. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't handle old Greg right now. <laughs> when he's in the guy's cave, man. Where am I? Greg's place. That's so goddamn funny, man. Okay, you're in for a treat, Fee. Let's talk about this listy list that we've got here. So why don't you start us off? Okay, so we're going to start off our um, regularly scheduled programming by doing what we normally do. We talk about some uh, some politics. We got Trudy on the sketch. Uh, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, has uh, banned uh, some assault rifles in Canada. Um some assault rifles. Some, 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 all what, what have you? <laughs> um, wow. And I, I guess some people again don't like it, but like, why are you offended that you can't shoot an assault rifle now? Like, what now, were your plans? <laughs> what he did was he banned like fourteen hundred, and and I shouldn't, you know what, dude? People should stop saying he banned. The government ban. The government, yes. The about, federal like, government. It has to like, pass through all of these different people and levels and stuff. I love how I love how like in politics in any situation or really any form of small or large government, whenever a decision is made, everybody goes the guy or 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 woman. Hey, G- Germany is led by a woman. Okay, so how about that shit? Um, so is New Zealand. That girl's so really Zealand. good looking. Um, not that that's a prerequisite because it isn't. I mean, Germany, <laughs> hello. But no, I, that was mean. I, I respect Angela Merkel. She's very cool. Now, I like how people will be like, oh, the person in charge did this. And it's like, man, they're just the, the dude or dudette at the head of this shit, man. It went through like a fucking trillion different people and all the people that you want to vote for had to pass it too. At least that's how it works here in Canada. It's got to go through the house. So like, I love it. I love it when like angry gun people, which like, by the way, why are you upset about this after what just happened in Nova Scotia? This was the right thing to do. And people are like, okay, I can't believe that he's, uh, that he, is taking away our assault rifles. You know what I mean? Like the word assault's <laughs> in it, first of all. Like it, it's literally called assault. Hilarious. Like, yeah. They're... How can I go shoot my turkeys now? Like what? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I'm used to blowing 50 holes through them. So it's just so ridiculous. That that might be an episode title right there, actually. Um <laughs> now <laughs> if we were gonna start like a crazy gun podcast, that's what I'd call it. I'm Blowing used to 50 blasting holes. 50 holes through. <laughs> now, I don't understand how you could be upset about this because honestly, man, like I've never liked guns. I've shot one once, I didn't enjoy it, it wasn't cool. Um, it didn't make me feel like Jason Statham. So what's the point? And also, like, yeah, people, there are lots of good gun owners who, like, obey the rules and do shit mm-hmm. and whatever. But it's just like, you know, a lot of the a lot of the law-abiding gun owners that have these crazy weapons, they take them, the only thing that you can do with them that's any fun is to take them to gun ranges. Now, if you're taking guns to gun ranges, like... How can that be that fun that much? Now, again, I'm not shitting on people's hobbies and whatever, but like, 
if that's your hobby, like I'd have a lot of questions. Like, man, don't you have like a friend or a Nana Rach <laughs> that you can confide in or something? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And like any time that gun related controversy comes up, I always want to go watch that Jim Jeffries bit. He he absolutely destroyed any opinion of any gun over owner, pardon me if I could speak English ever. Cause like, yeah, I mean like, what do you need an assault rifle for? They're not called protection rifles. Like people are like, I need guns to protect my family. No, you don't like, and also why are you under the impression that someone's coming to kill you and your family? What'd you do? Maybe you deserve it. Uh, that was a mean thing to say, wasn't it? But also, huh, we move on. I just don't understand it, man. And like, if you want to shoot deer and shit, like shoot the deer, but like, why can't you just shoot? Like if you need an assault rifle to bring a deer down, you're fucking horrible shot. And maybe you should get a new hobby. Like if I, like if tomorrow I decided I'm going to learn how to sew and I tried to make a sweater and it turned out fucking terrible. I don't think it would be a good idea for me to start a clothing line. It'll probably fail. So by that logic, if you need a gun that shoots a trillion bullets per minute just to bring a deer down at distance, maybe you should, well, yeah, take up sewing do, or play with Play-Doh. <laughs> just do anything but shoot guns because it, it like just hit it the one time. Like they make rifles that shoot one time and it's like there. Like I don't understand. It's just, and I don't understand people freaking out about we can't have AR-15s and whatever else anymore. And, like, some of the weapons on there were, like, <laughs> like literally something that, like, Jason Statham has in the transporter. It's like, why do you need that in your house? It's like a fully automatic Uzi. It's just like, who's that for? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't understand it. Uh, I don't get it, man. It, it makes no sense to me. I, I was in full support of it. It followed lots of other countries, except for obviously that other one that will never do this. But uh, Australia did this. Jim Jeffries talks about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just YouTube Jim Jeffries gun bit and, and have at it. Uh, Australia, where he's from, did this in, I think, 96. After the Port Arthur massacre, they banned all the guns. Australia's doing fine as far as uh, I know, except for, unfortunately, the fires, which, hey, man, Australia, you rip. Um, but other than that, the country as a whole is fine. I don't think anybody uh, like had a heart attack and died because their guns went away. Uh, New Zealand did the same thing recently. I think Ireland did the same thing. Nicholas Sturgeon banned all the um, assault rifles. It's just like, hey, man, everybody else seems to be doing it. Um, I, I've never felt the need for a gun. And like, if the zombies come, man, like we have shovels. You don't want it. You don't like, want a gun when you have zombies anyway, because that's true. The sound. Yes. You want just a nice machete. Um, and all yes. these people out here saying, well, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Well, I mean, that's true. there's a whole lot less <laughs> shootings and mass murders in places that don't let you have guns. So... <laughs> I don't know what their argument is, but I mean, if there's someone who snaps and wants to kill a bunch of people, it's a lot harder for them to do that if they don't have access to guns. So, <laughs> yes, like, like I agree with that argument from that side of the gun folks. Y you're right. Pe people kill people. 
It's just that um, I'll bet, even if you're a horrible shot, fucking horrible shot <laughs> Harry over here. You can kill a lot more people with an assault rifle. If I have a hammer and you have an AR-15, I'm probably going to lose. Unless you're like a stormtrooper and have the worst aim ever. <laughs> like it just, and even then I've got to like get at you from a distance with the hammer. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, what are we talking about here? It, it's silly. Rachel, Nana Rach, what do you think? Give us your old timey wisdom. <laughs> well, guns are bad. <laughs> that's, that's what Nana Rach says. Pick up sewing. That's a better pastime. Or knitting. We're good at that. <laughs> Isn't that the same? Knitting though? needles? No, sewing's oh. with a like a thread and needle I, and a machine. Did I? And knitting did is I make, like. Did I make an oopsie? Yeah, I that's why they're like, called different things. It's because they're different. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh no! <Ooh. laughs> Chickens are birds, right? Yeah. Um, now. <laughs> or are they dinosaurs? I don't know. <laughs> I really I don't like chickens. They creep me out. Chickens are hilarious to look so, at. Now and they taste now, good and they're cute. Well, they stink. Now listen. <laughs> that that leads me they do, man. Dude, chickens are uh, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather roll in pig shit than go near a chicken barn. I would. Uh it, it's horrific. The it smells chicken shit like in large like if you've got a chick my cousin has a chicken coop and i don't know what she has eight chickens maybe and uh like it's f it's fine right but like when you have like an an industrial chicken barn uh and the chickens are like by the thousands in this contained space it is bar none the worst smell on the planet there can't be anything worse I feel it, that my my poor sweet sweet innocent sister shout out Julia she's gonna listen to this um, she's a vet um, God bless trying her. to find a job in this pandemic and she <laughs> has been hired as the like inspector um, vet person that has to be at the site at all times um, there's a few of them at a chicken slaughter <laughs> place. Dude, so she oh, knows. Poor, this, she has, I don't think she started yet. Um, she's a vegetarian. <laughs> That's oh. so funny. Oh my god. Ouch. That's the that that I is like, an oxymoron. I can't imagine like a worse fate for her. Oh, uh, uh, I love vegetarian. you, Julia. Um, good luck. I'm sorry, Brian painted such a vivid picture about the smell. <laughs> well, but she knows and, and she will she probably will. take she'll probably take comfort in the fact that someone else is aware of her new reality. And that is an oxymoron, if I ever heard one, a vegetarian chicken inspector person, <laughs> as you described it. She's the new I, I wonder if that's what it said on the on the resume page. We'd like to hire you as our new chicken veterinarian inspector person. Probably. Shout out, shout out to yeah, Julia. I guess, I guess these um, places can't operate unless there's a vet on, like on board, and she's got to like make sure that there's no like yeah. diseases before Legally. and after. Yeah, that's so, right. So that's what she'll be doing. <laughs> now, off the off the back of Rachel saying she's creeped out by chickens, that leads us nicely into our next topic. 
Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I forgot about I forgot about this because well, also sure that like, that works. Donald Donald is getting scarier looking, man. He's starting he's starting to kind of look he he almost looks like he's turning into the penguin from Batman Forever. Like <laughs> It's so bizarre. Like he's turning into an orange Danny DeVito. Like in a month for sure he's going to come out and have flippers. <laughs> like he he's shriveling and it, like it's funny, man. <laughs> now, what I wanted to touch on quickly is yeah, just an, again, this guy dude and I I've said this numerous times watching here at the house during the quarantine. If this was a re like a, a fake show, like like House of Cards or whatever, where like Kevin Spacey was the fake president until you know he touched people and that's not cool and now he's fucked, um, deservedly so. But if this right now, like Trump as president, was a TV show, like it was a made up sitcom, it would be such a funny show because think about all the shit he has said that like if it was a show and not real would be so funny. And this is one of them. It's just endless. The guy provides so many quotes that are just like, wow, another one. It's, it's, it's like, he's the Beatles. Like he just keeps putting out banger after banger. He can't stop writing hits. So <laughs> the latest one, he said the other day, he said the other day that, um, He's treated worse than Abraham Lincoln was when he was president. Now, for any of my fellow history buffs out there, and really actually more for the people who aren't, if you aren't aware, Abraham Lincoln, who did a lot of cool things, took one in the back of the skull at a theater one time. Now, I can't remember the name of the theater and shit, but like, the dude got shot in the skull and he died from it. So saying you're treated worse than him is really funny. Like, and imagine this was a show. Like if that was on, like a character all orange and wrinkly playing the president <laughs> on a show. There would be a laugh track that played. <laughs> exactly. That would be the funniest line of the episode. But he's just like... I, I, in my opinion, um, you know, in, in my time as president, I, I mean, I, I've been treated probably worse than Abraham Lincoln, you could say. And it was like, is this guy for real? And the dude, the dude doing the interview, God bless him, man. The fa that's the other part that would make it such a funny show is like the faces that pe like, you know how the, on the office, like half the laughs are like, John Krasinski's reaction to things. The faces that people make on stage when Trump is making announcements are fucking comedy gold. They're so good. I'm treated worse than Abraham Lincoln. Bro, he got shot. <laughs> Literally got a cap in his head and and this guy's treated worse than him. Okay, Don. In <laughs> inject more Lysol, bro. Yikes. But I think what you you were originally getting at, the nice transition from chicken scaring Rachel, are murder hornets oh, now man. in North America. And we want to know what bugs scare our listeners. <laughs> so, like, at the start of the episode, I described the shitty Wednesday I'm having. Now, 
2020 has just been a write-off. It's fucking May. We're almost halfway there, and the year sucks. And on top of all this horseshit, now we're told that apparently Asian killer hornets are have somehow made their way to North America. Sick. Doesn't that rip? I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited. Yes. Thank you. To, like, what is going to happen next? Like, is like, uh, I, I like, is Jimmy Kimmel going to die or something? Like, what is going on here? Like, stop this. The year has to stop. Just an, enough. Now, I'm really scared. I, I don't like the Asian Hornets. They look fucking scary. I, I watched a documentary on them once. They're fucked, man. Like, they kill bears. They How many kill like How many? a couple. Like a couple hundred, because like they're so big and their stingers are so big oh, no. that like they they kill bears. Nothing How many kills does bears. It take to kill a person. Oh, just one. Man. I well, because apparently the sensation from their sting is like hot lava in your skin. I would assume you could get stung by like twenty or thirty of a max, and they would probably take you down. Cause they have like a enzyme or whatever that science word is that they like inject into you and shit. Like, man, it just, it would suck to have one of them. Now they're here apparently. And I haven't seen one yet and I don't want to, uh, but are they in Canada? Like I know they're in like the States or somewhere like in North America, but I don't think think, here. No, I don't think they're in Canada. Uh, I think that, or, or at least any confirmed sightings, but uh, I know there have been some in, um, I believe, California and some of yeah. the uh, West Coast states. So there you go, man. And hey, man, uh, hornets, fuck off, you know? Like, leave the bears oh, alone, too, man. The bears are chilling. <laughs> like, they they aren't bothering anybody. They eat the garbage sometimes, but it's fine. And, like, we're almost out of polar bears, guys. Like, just leave the bears alone. These fucking hornets, man, they're selfish. Okay, well, I don't think they're going after polar bears, but I agree. Leave the bears alone. Bears are cool. Um, now, my... Like, cool. My What's your biggest, big bug fear? My biggest fear, like my legit, like a legit phobia, I would go as so far to say, is just bees, wasps, like in general, hornets, the whole encompassed the, into one group. The stingy guys. The stingy guys, I... You don't like them. <laughs> I it's so embarrassing. One time, okay, do you guys know? Okay, um, did you guys used to go on Terry Fox run slash walks yep. at the school, like in elementary Nearly school? Percent. This was um, I want to say this was me in grade seven. The on, with my class, we were just walking around town on the Terry Fox walk because it was just a class thing, and um, a bee flew through my like hair, and I screamed bloody murder. Scaring the shit out of this old lady walking the other way down the sidewalk. And I felt so bad, but there was no getting around not screaming about this bee that zipped past my ear. Oh, boy. That was bad. And imagine that, like, all the time whenever a bee gets near me. Or sometimes I don't scream and I just freeze up and I almost cry. (laughs) I love when that happens to people, man, because like, and, and, and that's so mean to say, but like the genuine terror on people's faces when they're scared of something and it's not me is so funny because I'm so selfish, but 
I have a funny story about bees, but first I want to let Nana Rach tell us. Are you oh, f- afraid of anything like it, oh, like bug God. wise or whatever? Hundred percent. Okay. First fun bee story. The first time I ever got stung by a bee, I was like six years old on the playground at school, and the stinger got stuck in my arm. Yeah, so I remember, worst. I remember like walking up, like I need to go get help, and like holding my arm straight out. I'm like, it's in my arm. <laughs> so that was really good. Um, bees aren't my biggest fear. Centipedes. Anytime oh. I see those things yeah. with oh, those like legs, little space ones that come out of the drain with their little antennae. I can't. Yo. If I see something that has like more than 10 legs and oh 10 like is an interesting line <laughs> i don't know like i feel like 10 is kind of like like some weird spider thing whatever so you're cool with like octopuses and shit like octopi, octopi. come on relax over okay, there if bill we're, Nye. if we're gonna talk about like sea life there's a yeah. lot of things in the ocean that scare the shit out of us. Yes, me. we've talked about this on several podcasts. We don't even need to get into the o- the ocean. <laughs> yeah. The ocean's over. For Imagine me. aquatic bees. <laughs> oh no! Wait, is that yeah? They're called jellyfish. <laughs> What's nice. up? <laughs> nice, nice. Um. So okay, so. So the bee stings you. That sucks. Centipedes, eh? You know what, man? I I agree. They suck. And like, I don't know if you watched. I I, I don't know if it's still on there. But Kate and I watched that. Like, um, whatever it was, like sixty deadliest animals Australia thing. And then they did another one for South America. And uh, so they were trying to find like the deadliest. And of course, it was snakes. Uh, actually, that's a lie. I think the Australia one was the box jellyfish, which is the most venomous. I don't, I don't even really know if you can call it an animal on the planet. They suck, man. Like they they fucking kill people, dude. They're, like box jellyfish, man. There's just no coming back from it. Um, but this there was a snake. I don't know if it was a pit viper maybe in South America that was the deadliest animal. But one of the ones that they had on there that they featured was like the Amazonian centipede. The thing is like two feet long. They're huge. They're huge. So upsetting. Um, so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would think I would throw up if I saw one. Same. I think that's my reaction. Not screaming. I think I would be so overwhelmed with the unpleasantness yes i would 100%. vomit that's like they're not deadly though no but yeah. they're disgusting and they deserve to mm. be vomited on <laughs> at my new place i grabbed rubber gloves like a set of rubber gloves for like cleaning my dishes and a set of rubber gloves for like cleaning because now with gloria living with me she definitely does let some vomit out quite often and quite often <laughs> She gets way too excited about food and then just, it's out. And then she has to get her bowl refilled because, you know, she she let out the waste. <laughs> Amazing. But, so it's like, if there's any bugs, if I have to come in contact, like, even if it's paper towel in between, I can't handle it. But with the rubber gloves and paper towel, I can do it. I'm invincible. But if my skin gets near any of the creepy, crawly, gross things, I cannot handle it. I I understand completely. Now I 
I don't really, I, I'm not like a fan really of any bugs. They all kind of suck, but um, s- spiders in particular mm-hmm. are just a really unfortunate creation. Now, I understand that they eat shitty bugs and 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 awesome dude but some but of them are gigantic awesome as if none of those shitty bugs even existed then we wouldn't even need spiders yeah i would take that they are the devil's children and they're always coming after me man they're they're always coming after me and i don't like it and and i really don't like even the little tiny ones i don't even like uh, the worst is when you encounter the wolf spider because it is fast as fuck and if you see it you're in a situation where you've got to like immediately grab something and smash it because they skitter away so quickly and then now you're like well now it's in here somewhere and i have to continue living i guess um and so that sucks i hate spiders and on that show they they were showing like and like tarantulas are a whole other level that's like uh steroid spiders and i'm less scared of tarantulas uh the goddamn uh amazonian bird eating spider which is a giant spider. It's the size of a dinner plate. And what what these fucks do is that they hang out in trees and they like wrap their shitty legs around a tree branch and like blend in and shit, all fucking wide-eyed and fucked. And and they wait for a bird. Now, when I say a bird, I'm not talking about like robins. I'm talking like full-scale like toucans and shit these fucks are eating toucan sam and his family and and i resent that as a fruit loops fan they wait for like big birds parrots and shit to land below them and then they drop down on top of them and grab them with their shitty bodies and legs and they'll actually just like fall all the way to the ground with the with the bird all wrapped up and as they fall they just continuously bite the bird with their giant fucking spider teeth and and eat the bird they eat the bird like dude fucking these spiders are having fucking thanksgiving dinner every night that's how big these fucks are that sucks man <laughs> why does that exist what is the point of that i don't know man i hate spiders so much they bum me out I remember one time uh, in the summer in our house before we got central air, it used to get scalding hot in the summertime up in my room and my brother's room, which was adjacent to mine in particular. So we used to like to sleep in the basement, which was kind of like half finished. And there was a cool pullout couch down there. We'd fucking set up our fucking Nintendo and just play downstairs. And it was cool in the basement. One night we're down there chilling and from the rafters, it was probably like a daddy long leg, but just a creepy (laughs) crawly descended between us. We both saw it at the same time and freaked out and bashed our heads together. It it sucked. Now, my fun B story, I've got a couple. The earliest recollection I have of being stung by a bee may have been a wasp. It doesn't matter. I'm like, yeah, five or six years old. I'm at my babysitter's house. Now, my babysitter lived across the street from me when I was a little kid. And my parents would get home and pick me up. Now, I'm chilling. We're having ice cream cones. 
I'm fired up about the ice cream cones because ice cream cones are a delicious, delightful treat. Now, I'm enjoying my delicious, delightful treat without realizing that because of the sweet, lovely, sugary scentness of my ice cream, a wasp and or bee landed on it, not being aware, obviously, of the creamy texture, and got stuck in my ice cream cone. Uh, well, thank now, God, because then it can't sting you. Or can it? <laughs> because what happened next is nothing shy of an unfortunate mishap that could have been in that fucking book series. This was the, the birth of a series of unfortunate events that then led to the Gatorade spill tonight. Now... <laughs> I'm a little child enjoying my delightful treat. I take a big fat fucking lick of this delicious <laughs> cream. And in my mouth now, oh, something no. is a moving. And it, it was upset that it was in my mouth. And it gave my inside left cheek a big old blast of sting. <laughs> I spit it out vomit and then and then just fall into my ice cream vomit which was still cold by the way and just screamed in agony it hurt so much i actually think that that might be my earliest memory or one of them like it caused my memory bank to like kick on i was in so much pain and like no one knew it was wrong and then my babysitter just sees a bee in my in my vomit pile and put two and two together and was like oh my god i like i can't even believe that happened <laughs> my dad laughs he's like yeah. you idiot you know what i mean and i was pissed <laughs> real sucked. quick a similar thing happened um my sister was drinking a can of i want probably pepsi something like that something sugary and then put it down and then um, walks out of the oh. room, and then um, I know where this is going. And then, uh, <laughs> then she comes back in, and I see a fly um, go into the can. And I'm just about to say, "Oh no!" But she drinks it <laughs> before I could say anything. <laughs> Realizes what's in her mouth, <laughs> and opens her mouth, and then it flies out. Oh my god, like the fly, like the fly flew away? It didn't get drowned? No, no, like cuz it was <laughs> We've lost we've lost her. No, and I felt so bad cuz I didn't say anything, but it all happened so fast there was no time. <laughs> We're back in the movie Taken. It all happened so fast. <laughs> Oh my god! Real, real quick, Ryan. Remember that time? Um, it was the first podcast we did where I had to switch over to my phone, and then I unplugged my headphones with my microphone because my phone was dying, and I thought it would be fine. Um, yeah. But then I, I hung up the call. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> is she doing this as a joke? That is I so funny. I <laughs> She's okay. Committed. No. <laughs> Fiona literally just hung up. Like, I think, okay, if she didn't mean to do that, it's way funnier. 
That's the funniest thing that I've ever seen happen. That's so beautiful. <laughs> it's a poetic justice. Hey, remember that time I... <laughs> that is so funny. She just texted me, call me back. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is so funny. All right. I'll try and add her to the call. That is hilarious. But now here we are, you know, just two friends chatting in unfortunate circumstances. Let's get her back. It's just life now. (laughs) What a moron. Here we go. I can't wait to find out if that was intentional. Here we go. Any old time now. She'll she'll get back on here. Are you back? I'm back. (laughs) Okay. Now I have to know right away. Was that intentional that you did that? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Because as fu- Sorry if that takes away the magic. <laughs> as funny as that was, we were literally just saying, if she was about to tee up a story saying, remember that time I accidentally hung up and then you accidentally hung up, that would be way funny. I'm Though, so sorry. Props no, to you. Because- my phone was fully charged when we started this call, and normally every since every other time since then it's been fine. But for some reason, uh, my phone was almost dying. So, okay, um. so I mean, there was a purpose to the joke. I respect that more. Um, now you were in the middle of something. Did you actually have a story or no? No, that was. I just wanted to tee up my hangup. Okay, cool. So back to me. Um, this other time, I had a I had a bee in my bedroom. Um, many years after the ice cream incident. And uh, I actually dislocated my right shoulder because I'm chilling in bed. I got a little lamp here. I'm doing some some late night reading. And uh, I can hear a faint zzz, And I'm like, something's in here. Now, I'm looking around. I can't find it. And I had an all white ceiling. And so I'm so spotting spiders and shit. That was intentional, by the way, so I could see them easier. Uh, was easy. I'm not seeing anything around the ceiling. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Now I'm hearing it like right by my head. I turn and look, and on the wall right behind my head where my pillow is, is this sizable bee. And I go to like reach down beside me at the edge of the bed to get a magazine to hit it with. I get the magazine. As I turn around, the bee must have known something was coming and it launched itself at my face. I naturally scream. I fall backwards and land (laughs) right on my shoulder and I'm in immediate pain. And now there's this angry bee in my room with me. I I'm a big dude. I make a sizable thud on the floor my mom comes upstairs and is like, what are you doing? She just finds me writhing on the floor going, <laughs> like half asleep. And she's like, what the hell happened? And I'm like, <laughs> it hurts so bad. And then like, she helps me up and we discover together that I've thrown my shoulder out on my bedroom floor. That ripped. That was a lot of fun. Man, they suck so bad. Like, why can't they just stay in their lane? You know what I mean? I know. The, my my first summer moving into the place I lived before I, I'm living in my new place, um, there was a bee problem. I don't know what it was. I don't know how they were getting into my house, but 
there was like a new bee or two every single day for like a while and I had no idea why like there was no broken seal like I saw they like so I don't know they're coming in through the oh you you inspected every brick like no well like they're coming in through like the window area but I Uh. didn't know how because the windows were closed and I didn't see any but like they were always right there so I had no idea but um it was (laughs) it was a very (laughs) I guess um like and like a exposure therapy kind of so <laughs> now had they to, had to deal with a lot of bees for a while so i stopped screaming my theory is that they were coming in hidden in your hair oh my god that's my theory <laughs> the old lady found me <laughs> yeah they they like they would like be chilling in the tree like way in and be like she's home Zzz. And they would just flood. No, I would have heard them. I would have heard them, and then I would have freaked out. So you think that, right? And like they're sneaky, though. Maybe a lawnmower's running outside, and they disguise their buzzing with the lawnmower. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I have I have theories about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Bugs suck. Let us know uh, on our socials at Sauce and Goss Pod <laughs> on Insta and Twitter. Was that the, the cat? Um, yeah, she just knocked something over. That's typical Tuke. Fucking a right Tuke, knock it down. Um, let us know what your uh, biggest fear of bugs are. Kate's is snakes. Now that's not a bug, but I mean snakes do suck. Um, I love snakes. Well, see, now I have a concern. Uh, I, I'm not a fan. I'll, of I'll any any chance I can get to hold a snake, I'll do that. Nope. So. <laughs> So so first, nope. And 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 second, write that write that down. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> write that down right now. Um now, uh just so we can clarify with everyone what was just said there, uh Fiona will take any opportunity to handle any long wriggly object. So That's not you what take I from said. that what, well, isn't it though? A Preferably scaly. Now. <laughs> You're ew. gross. I'm a bad purse. I'm a really awful purse. Now, let's move on. There, there's other stuff, isn't there? Yeah, We're not done yet. Girl hit Kate's car. Uh, this is my favorite. I love it when people hit cars. So, except when it's mine. Now, <laughs> um, watching accidents that are obviously non-lethal click calm down is chef's kiss beautiful i love i love being in a parking lot and seeing someone trying to back a giant dually pickup truck out of a spot that they clearly don't know what they're doing they've maybe just bought the truck it's clearly too big for them and they don't know how to maneuver this giant tank out of the Walmart parking lot. It's my favorite watching that and knowing an accident is going to happen. I watched a guy recently back a truck out and it was a brand new truck. You could just tell. And he destroyed three bumpers on three separate vehicles trying to get this truck out of a parking lot. A a seemingly simple 
simple task, but he couldn't hack it. And like the three point turn had never occurred to this gentleman and uh, (laughs) he destroyed bumpers. Now what happened the other day was now, obviously it's quarantine time. We don't go out, but the other day I decided Kate wanted to go to the grocery store real quick. We went to the Sobeys down the street. That's our go-to. There's never anyone there for some reason. And so we go. I stay in the car. I don't go into stores because I got to work, man. I one person per household anyway. So exactly. Exactly. I am. I'm, I'm following the rules. So I'm chilling in the car. Kate goes into the Sobeys. There's a van to the left of us on the driver's side. This lady comes over. And starts putting her groceries in. I'm chilling on my phone, playing Tune Blast. And I'm like, oh, that lady's fucking going to drive away. And so she puts her cart back. So good start. Like immediately, I'm like, good purse. Put the cart back. Good for you. But then immediately it switched to piece shit because she whips her driver's side door open because her car is facing the other way. And clearly hits my girlfriend's SUV, which is brand new. I'm pissed. I turn and look at her. She locks eyes with me, panics, gets in her van, turns it on, starts peeling out backwards as she does so. Now, listen, I've had experience with this man. I was ready. She now I'll just say this. Luckily, no damage. She somehow didn't leave a dent or a mark, no damage. So we're cool because otherwise I would have had to put a couple calls in because what I did was as she backed out in front of me like this, I lock eyes with her again. I flip her a double birdie. And then as she goes to pull away, I get the camera out and I take 700 photos zooming in. Of course I can read her license plate beautifully. And uh, Kate came back. There was no damage, but I was ready to destroy this lady. And uh, if you do that, man, especially if you see another person in the vehicle that you just dinged that is in the car and you know someone saw you do this, just be a good purse and be like, hey, is your car okay? Like fixing a dent in a door is not expensive. Like don't be a dick, you know? She's a one percenter. Yeah, that reminds me of a fun story. One of my um, most fun stories, I'd go so far as to say, um, and I'll tell that now. I was <laughs> in line. Oh, <laughs> we're riveted. I was at the drive-through at um, my local McDonald's um, one afternoon, uh, probably last summer at this point. Uh, yeah, and um, so I'm, I'm there and there's a car behind me and then a truck um waiting to get in also behind me because i guess they kind of got there at the same time it was a weird parking lot where you can go get gas and like pull in off the road so like it's kind of hard to tell who gets there first if it's not super clear and the car behind me was not gonna let this truck in front of him he was he would rather so he's riding my ass in the drive-through to make sure that there's not a possible chance that this truck can get in and bumps the back of my car because it wants to be so close to me. And I'm like, did that just happen? Uh, so I take a second to process. But so I get out of the car and then I check and there's also no damage. I'm like, okay, like, I guess that's fine then. And then he calls me over and he like, 
he kind of had like this accent. I couldn't a hundred percent understand what he was saying, but I like, I think he was asking me if I knew if he got there or the truck got there first. And I was like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like I have to pull forward. It's my turn. So then, so I pull forward and that gives enough space for this truck to try to move in to their spot. Cause I'm pretty sure they got there first. And, um, the, the car was not gonna let this truck in, rams the side of the truck, hefty damage to the side of the truck. He he reverses, gets out of his car. There's a nice little like rock garden um, <laughs> at the drive thru. You can oh, see no. where I'm going with this. Grabs a foot long rock, rows it at the car, the truck. Wow. Meanwhile, the, I'm at the drive-thru. The girl's like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? And I'm watching this through my mirror. And I'm like, something's happening. <laughs> yes, I'll take the police, please. <laughs> so then they, so then the McDonald's employee comes out and like separates them. And like they both pull up to the side. And then I place my order. And then I drive up. And I'm like, do I need to stay and talk to the police? And they're like, if you wouldn't mind, because you're the only one that saw it happen. So I had to wait and talk to the police about what just happened. <laughs> now, I want to ask. I have to know right now. Yes. A, what did you order after experiencing this trauma? <laughs> and B, did you eat it before the police arrived? <laughs> I... <laughs> I was getting nuggets, and no, I did not. I waited until I... Aww, <laughs> you could have mangled the nuggies before the cops came. How long did you wait? It wasn't that long. It was a few minutes, and then it was like Aww, a minute okay. to get my statement. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, so this truck was so damaged that... So it was the, a, a wife driving in and her husband in the passenger seat, and he couldn't get out of the truck um, without damaging it more because they needed to... Um, like have pictures wow. or whatever so like he couldn't get out of the truck and like the guy who's driving the car had his granddaughter with him probably like 10 years old maybe she's crying her eyes out and the mcdonald's lady like gives her an ice cream cone and she goes like oh like i'm so sorry sweetie like does this happen often and she goes like yeah <laughs> like he's a really angry driver and i felt so bad this girl's just crying because her grandpa rammed a car in a drive-through and threw a rock at this truck now i <laughs> tried to just get in line at mcdonald's <laughs> i love i love a big mac or a mcdouble with the best of them i i am sporting a spare tire like you wouldn't believe but if you need a mcdouble badly enough that you're gonna send it through another car's door <laughs> that is so beyond help i can uh, believe that's the first and only time so far in my life that i've had to give an official police report <laughs> so i wonder <laughs> i would really like to see like a uh like a like an x-ray or like a cardiologist whatever you call it like a i want to see a picture of that grandpa's arteries. I want to know what the inside <laughs> of them look like. Because to like be an overweight man, it wasn't like a he, but, was, he wasn't hefty. 
still though, I just want to know what they look like because he clearly was jonesing for some greasy McDubs and just sent it north. Such such just rage issues that like no way in hell is he gonna ever do something nice and let someone in. Even though I am pretty sure that the truck got there first, but he couldn't pull in behind me and then the car came in. Oh my god. And then, and then, yeah, the police, and I was like, yeah, like, the car even bumped the back of my car, and then the cop checked my car out just to double check that there was no damage, and there wasn't, so I was like, oh, thanks, officer, for, now, for looking out for me. Now, I, I love this, because I, I, I'm confident, I don't know, but I'm confident that Rachel will have some good traffic collision stories, because you live in one of the worst driving cities I'm not kidding in all of Canada, maybe the world. Now, I'm currently situated right now in Kitchener-Waterloo. Now, if you didn't know this, I don't know if this is still the case, but back when I was in college in like 2012-13, I learned that Kitchener-Waterloo, like the Tri-Cities area, had the most accidents per capita in Canada that particular year. Um, Now... I also, prior to that, lived in Lundeezy, and it is full of... Now, people from London, relax for a second here. I'm not saying all of you, but you have to admit, being a London resident, that there seems to be a gathering, a a coming together, if you will, of horrific drivers... 100%. I'm sure you've seen some I've seen some crazy shit in in London from uh full wheelie burnouts in a Walmart parking lot to get away from the cops. I've seen uh I've seen people back into a storefront and break the windows like it, it, all of it. I almost died several times driving in London when I went to school there. It's just a cray place. What yeah. is maybe like the worst? Well, like our friend LB, like she was in a horrible accident uh, a, a while ago. Yeah. What happened? She was trying, she was waiting to turn left. She was in the intersection and the light turned red. And so she started to go. And yeah. someone, a guy blew the light, cleared the light. Um, I can't think of like, I know I've seen a lot of really messed up stuff. The most recent thing just had me thinking like, am I high? Is there something wrong with my brain? Am I, am I seeing things right? Because, um, I was driving down, um, a fairly busy road, fairly central. Like it's, it go, it's Wellington. So it goes straight through the city. Um, I was heading South and there was this car that was riding so close to the back of my car. And it was just as we were on, we were waiting for a light to turn and I drive a manual car. So like I roll back a little bit every time, I go, so I try to roll back and just like spook him a little bit just to get him to stay away from me, but not that close. Um, And we're just driving normal. And I noticed that there's a car kind of to my left as the light goes, it's going really slow. And the car that's behind me juts over into like, it's not even like a full lane, but where like cars park juts over, cuts me off and then proceeds to drive like 20 kilometers an hour with this other car. So there are two cars. It's a two lane road. And they're literally fucking talking. And I was just like driving behind them. I'm like, do I, what do I do? <laughs> like, they're not doing anything inherently wrong, but this is so confusing. But they were just wow. like, their arms were out of the window 
and like nobody else was on the road it was just me behind them (laughs) (laughs) i was just like am i seeing this is this real that like why yeah and that's the thing man like the people like they just think that like the road is theirs i remember once i didn't witness it obviously but i remember once um driving in london uh to come and see rob and and lb and uh i got off the 401 and got onto highbury uh because the most direct way to get there was to go down highbury hop on oxford and and rip on down to uh to wellington they used to live on wellington i think was it not wellington nah i'm confusing it with something else colburn for a while yeah it was the colburn one so anyway i'm like i've got my route planned out I get off the 401, I get onto Highbury, and I come to the place uh, right off there where Highbury starts, where there's like the big McDonald's there and like a collection of gas stations. And I'm approaching the, uh, am I boring you, sweetheart? Is that, are you going to be okay? No. Okay. I just yawn a lot. Fucking unbelievable. The disrespect. (laughs) Now. Keep going. (laughs) I approach the intersection. There's cops everywhere. And I'm like, okay. And they're they're funneling all the traffic coming off the 401 into one lane to turn right onto whatever street that is. And as I get closer, because it took me a few minutes to actually hit the intersection because we're all being funneled, um, I just see two SUVs and a car. The front of the car is gone. And the two SUVs are both on their sides. And I'm like, yep, that's that seems about right. Like, that's just London, man. You know, like, there's just crazy. And, like, London is weird in the downtown area where, like, things are very, like, tight. And it's a a brutal place to drive. Um, Mm -hmm. The exterior neighborhoods of London are are nice and and very nice and easy to drive. But, like, once you get into the central, like, downtown area, it's a disaster. And fucking forget Mm -hmm. about parking. (laughs) Because the parking is the most expensive. It's literally the most expensive city to park in in Canada. That's a fact. It's legitimately the most expensive city to park in. And um, yeah, like you just see shit on those narrow streets. It's the only city I've used my horn to like hump at someone. (laughs) That and Kitchener. I'm not an aggressive driver. I, I would never dream of like that. That would freak me out thinking that I could possibly honk at someone and ruin their day. But and right. like sometimes they gotta just learn their lesson. Oh my god! Off. And I'd get my there, friends to put people off. I would gotta do it. it. There was someone that pulled up beside me and a friend, and literally like we were doing nothing wrong. We hadn't changed lanes at all, so like we were just going straight. And this guy like was jutting around us, and like cut out from behind us to go beside us and just rolled down his window and started swearing at us like just cussing <laughs> us out and we we're like literally nothing happened like what's your problem <laughs> so i was just like see you guys flip them off <laughs> i don't yeah i don't get it man everyone's in a hurry and i i i think like you said fee i could probably count on one hand the amount of times i've had to give someone the the two i just it's not something I enjoy doing, but on occasion you just got to be like, "Listen, man, I'm tooting you. You, yeah, you got, like, you got to oh, learn." You almost just killed me. Um, beep. <laughs> beep. Beep. Oh god. All right. What? Uh, what else do we have? Is there anything left? Um, this yeah, has been a long one. one. 
this is a long one. We can either um, touch on this one now or we can save it till next epi. Um, but um, Christmas songs before November? No. Man, you can't be doing this, man. The other fucking day, Kate is like singing along to some f- fucking Jonas Brothers Christmas thing or something and is like walking around the house singing goddamn Jingle Bells or some shit. And I'm like, man, what are you doing? That should be illegal. You can't be doing this, man. Can I just say something that, and you know what? This is a this is a blanket statement, and it's one of those ones that'll probably offend some people, and I really don't care because you're the worst people. The people that like Christmas music and like play it year round, I, I can't think off the top of my head of a pond deep enough to drown you all in. What are you, you just doing said that your with your life? Is doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's don't. Play Christmas music when it's sunny and I can see the grass. Listen, Um, I can agree that there's no need for Christmas music all year round because that's what makes Christmas time special. But I cannot trust someone who genuinely thinks that they don't like any Christmas music because that just means you don't like joy. Because there's some fun bangers that just get you into the holiday spirit. I don't like joy. Fine, then. <laughs> that's that's what that means. If A you... bee stung my mouth, Fiona. Okay? <laughs> He's been traumatized for life. No, I'll say this, man. I, man, December 1st, 12 a.m. December 1st, hit me with the Michael Buble Christmas special. I'll fucking spin that all month I long. Like, I like celebra- like starting my celebrations in November because Christmas ah. is my favorite time of the year. So if I, I want to think about it for as long as I can when it's seasonally appropriate. And this is coming from someone whose favorite movie is Elf. So I don't know what you've expected from me. Yeah, that's true. Listen, though, that's where that's why this podcast rips so hard is because you and I are the yin and yang, okay? And now we've got Nana Rach on here and she's she's dishing with us, but and and I want your opinion on this uh Nana Rach, but that's what makes us so different. See, with the Christmas music, you like to extend it out and spread it over a long period of months from November into December. So, and, but it's not like I listen to Christmas music all day every day for 2 months. No. But I don't but, hate it when it's on the radio every now and again. Okay. What I do hate is when it's on the radio all day every day the week up until Christmas cuz that's excessive. But like yes. keep it consistent with just a couple songs sprinkled in throughout the day. That's great. That's so, perfect. If if life or Christmas in this situation, if Christmas were a chocolate bar, you're the type of person that would have like a cube a day here and there, one little square no, of chocolate. I'm the who would have like no, no, every- no. You're spreading <laughs> it around. You're a like bar a, day. a, a little new bit bar here. every day. That's what an advent. That's what an, you're just describing an advent calendar. Yes, yeah, I participate in an advent calendar every they're, year. They're I garbage. The one chocolate. Every, well, have you no. got the like a kin, they're horseshit. Like a, a kin a Kinder advent calendar. Now listen. Stop what you're saying. We're stop not discussing. Saying. We're not discussing the quality of chocolate involved. We're discussing the idea that eating it all at once is the best way. No, you, you like to spread it around. No, if Christmas is the chocolate bar, in an advent calendar. That's yeah, so one a day so, up until Christmas. That's the rule, and I follow it 
because that's my personality trait. And if we all followed this rule, everyone would get along. <laughs> follow, follow too many rules, and that's what we're going to work on. We're going to break you out of your shell. Now, I'm just saying that Christmas, the season itself, if it were a chocolate bar representative of the season, you're the type of person that is eating one little chunk at a time. Whereas I'm like, okay, let's get this over with. And I eat the entire thing. <laughs> like that pushed into my face in one sitting. And then I'm like, I don't ever want to see Christmas again. And then next year I'm like, Oh, it's back. Yeah. And I shove the entire nest quick bar through my teeth, like a grinder. I love Christmas. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. But the, the musical aspect to it, the songs like, and listen, when I'm when I say the songs, I'm not talking about like unique songs that like artists have written about fucking Christmas and shit or whatever. I'm talking specifically about carols. Ooh. They <laughs> here's here's a controversial take. Maybe all of them are bad. All of it's them that perfect. ever were and ever have been since the fucking Hebrew times when they were allegedly written, they're all bad. There's not one good one. They're all bad songs. If if you say give Christmas a, didn't exist. For instance, give me an example of a bad classic Christmas song. Carol? I just did. All of them. Give me them a all. specific example. Jingle bells. Uh, um, what are some of the um, other ones? Silent, Silent Night. All of them. I don't one. need an example. They're all collectively trash. I now, need to be personally offended by this conversation. Rachel, I want to know what your thoughts are on this. Because if I could say quickly, for instance, here, here's how strongly I feel about this opinion. If let's just say theoretically Christmas didn't exist, let's just say it, it, it never was a thing. Right. And the Beatles in the height of their power in like the 60s, 70s are sitting there writing songs. And one of them came in probably fucking Ringo and uh, came in and, and, and pitched a Christmas carol as we know them now, but like Christmas doesn't exist. So it's just a standalone song. And Ringo walks in there with silent night. The other Beatles would kick him out. They'd kick him out of the band. Because well, the song is so bad. Like that, obviously it would be bad because Christmas it's a crazy play th- on well, the joy yes. of the Christmas season. But and this is theoretical that Christmas doesn't exist. Well, same like a Halloween song isn't going to be fun unless there's Halloween to celebrate. Well, Halloween, they suck too, uh, except for Monster Mash by one Mike Tyson. Now, Rachel, what is your opinion on this? Because what is, what's your thoughts Imagine on... Imagine if no one celebrated birthdays and someone came in singing <laughs> birthday. birthday. Now, don't, now, don't do that, though, because we'll get flagged because it's copywritten. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just talking about it. <laughs> okay, so carols when people you don't know physically come into your presence and sing them to you all of them are terrible when you're listening to them they the classics are classic and i will never ever diss the classics that is the exact right answer i don't want christmas carolers no that's ruining my evening because i want to sit inside drinking hot chocolate watching elf 
Yeah, but imagine like six people coming up to you horribly out of tune singing Christmas songs because they want to bring joy. That's We're not all in joy. My place. And like there's just like a herd of children just yelling these no. songs and we're like, yo, go home. Like that's not what we want. <laughs> so I I understand what both of you are saying and 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 at the end of the day, I respect your opinions. Uh my opinion's obviously just a little more harsh. And uh, I enjoy Christmas, but the best part about Christmas is is the gravy and the stuffing, and that is okay, final. Now, okay, okay you're also missing that. You're missing the dessert. What is it? The multicolored marshmallow and peanut butter thing. Oh, okay. Were you there last year when I brought that box of squares I that my mom made? Most of them. You ate so many goddamn pe- and my mom was psyched, eh? Because I never liked them because I'm not a big marshmallow guy. And I told her the next day, I she was just like, "Yeah, did anybody?" <laughs> my fucking mom, eh? She she's just like she just wants acceptance, like for her treats. <laughs> I she she's like uh, the first thing she asked me after I saw all you guys was, "Did anybody eat the squares?" And I Aww. went. I went, Mom, not only did people eat the squares of all variety, Rachel ate like 16 of the peanut butter marshmallow squares. And Mom was like, oh, my God, yay, finally. (laughs) They're not going to be in your garbage this year. And I went, yeah, she ate them all, Ma. Give me your mom's number. I will contact her at Christmas season. It'll be a great time. Yeah. I just want to say quickly, like, this just came to me. What if, like, what if, like, we did, like, an opposite Carol? Like, what if we just did, like, imagine we just started, like, a Carol group, like, for regular life outside of Christmas, and we just, like, went around to people's no. porches in the middle of, no, but, like, follow me here. We what just started to singing, be... somebody come get her. Okay, I agree or, like, that. That's what I'm saying. Like we go around in groups of like six or seven in the middle of summer July and we just like walk up and ring people's doorbells on their porch and just like start singing fucking Cotton Eyed Joe. We'd have to do the dance. <laughs> or like or like we because this is one of our favorite things to to do when we're goofing off. What if we all just like walked around as a carol group and just sang fucking Creed songs? Wait, what if we all dressed up as Carol Baskin. <laughs> and we're carolers. I like that. <laughs> uh, oh, you're going to copyright her name? Um, that yeah. would be so fun. I just think it would be really, really funny. How has like college humor not done that yet? Where like they, to just like have six people on someone's fucking porch going, with arms wide open. <laughs> I think that would be so funny oh man i'm losing my mind guys <laughs> i spilled gatorade everywhere we know we know sweetie it's okay I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be <laughs> we all make mistakes <laughs> it's in between my toes i think yeah. um yeah at least it's lime ew, now even worse. <laughs> ew david amazing <laughs> now that was a lot of fun and uh, I'm out of things on the list. Like, unless yeah. you guys have anything else you want to touch on. This has been a long one. That's what she said. Ah. 
Snap to that. <laughs> but no, that sums it up nicely. Everything we wanted to say and more. <laughs> That was crisp, man. We're going insane. It was a lot of fun to have Rachel, uh, Nana Rach, Rachel Long on the pod. Hey, man, listen, you do great work with your camera. It's fucking awesome. Uh, where can people follow you on the socials? Because you post all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, my Instagram handle is uh, Rach Long underscore. Rach Long was already taken. Had to add the underscore. Um, what a or bitch. I have a, right? I have a website um, that has outdated work. Um, it is www.rachelong.com. Kind of like it rhymes, but it doesn't. But yeah, those are the two main places you can find me and find my work. I love it. Check out Rachel's work. She's a great photographer. And hey, if you have any more questions, maybe more specific than the garbage questions I asked, you could send her a fucking DM and get some sweet tips on how to make your avocado toast pop. Yeah. All right. I love it. Hey, man, you know what? You can find Rachel all over the place. Those are great places. Really convenient to be able to find her. And it just so fucking happens that it's the same situation with this podcast. So many locations like Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, fucking Castbox. You can listen and subscribe there and you can spread the word like delicious peanut butter. Where can people find us on social media or maybe even email us? Sure. Well, they can email us at sauceandgoss.gmail.com. We're also, like Rachel, on Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod, on Twitter at Sauce and Goss Pod, and on Facebook at Sauce and Goss. Man, I'll tell you what, that's a lot of location. That's a lot of locations. Hit us up, man. Send us an email. We love it when you guys interact with us. Nana Rach, super fun to have you on the fucking pod, bro. Many blessings to you and yours. <laughs> No, we're gonna point at you, and you're gonna say out. <laughs> yes, you're you're gonna. This is a big responsibility. Okay. okay? You've been listening to Sauce and Goss, and I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Out. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it, Nana Rach, taking us myself. out. Bang. Uh, well, you know, selling yourself short. We're out, like Nana Rach said. Fucking a. Find us all on social media. We love it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>